Jaguars, Jaguars, Jacksonville Jaguars, Jaguars. Hello and welcome to High Jinx, where we, okay, I screw it up every week. Shaking the rust off. Shaking the rust off. Rust versus rest. I mean, it matters in podcasts too. Hello and welcome to High Jinx, the podcast where we overpromise and underdeliver, where we build nothing out of something, where we make the necessary unnecessary. I am Joe, one of two people involved in this particular show. Favorite way to wear your hat? You know, I'd look like a liar if I didn't say the proper way, but I got to say it's a toss up backwards and frontwards. Both really work for me. Depends on the mood, depends on the situation. If I've been wearing a hat one way for too long, I'll just flip it around. Sometimes you got to put that thing down, flip it and reverse it. Does it put you in the right mindset? AKA Sylvester Sloan in 1987 classic film, Over the Top, gets you in the mindset. You go forward to back. Back is clearly the right answer here. Backwards is the premier way to wear a hat, uh, unless, of course, you care about not having the sun rise, in which case forward would be obviously the way to go. The fitted hat is key, though. If you're going to go backwards, you got to go fitted hat. If you're going for, like, a style thing, but sometimes it's just backwards because, hey, you weren't planning on wearing it backwards. You just... You flipped it around. And here That's you where life brought you. you Favorite animal you would want painted on the side of your car, preferably of an NFL team. Ooh, I like that. But not but because of the team, just because of the logo on the side of your car. Before we move on, though, what do we think about pitchers do a little, little bit of the crooked hat? There's Why don't they just wear it backwards sometimes? How come no baseball player wears it backwards? I mean, Junior did it, you know, not on the field, but dirty. that was his look. It was his look. Yeah, right. I mean, can a pitcher wear the hat backwards? That'd be cool. I, I say go for it. I, I say it looks better than the uh, Fernando Rodney. I like a slight tilt. I don't mind a slight downward tilt. A little attitude, little uh, just off, little the, off side, the side, a little off the beaten path. I don't mind that at all. When are we going to see someone just go full on sideways? Side hat. Now, Next revolution. Wild. The, the batter will be flummoxed by the pitcher's decision. Exactly. Think about that. Pitcher pulls it out last moment, right before exactly. the pitch, bottom of the ninth. Exactly. Noah, favorite animal that you would want okay, painted on right. the side of your car? I can tell you what it wouldn't be, and that's a freaking star. Fuck that. And then on the flip side, I may be biased because I am a recently converted Broncos fan, but I think the old school orange and blue the Bronco would be cool. Even though the Jack Not- uh, Jaguars colors are hideous, it would be kind of cool to have a Jaguar. I think Jaguar is a great answer, but that team is so sorry that no thanks. You just can't even risk being associated, but cool animal. No question. I definitely am going to go with one of the cats. I think the cats are supreme. You get the speed aspect with the car, maybe the Panther Panther. They've kind of like the black logo. looks good on most cars. The Bengals would be really out there. Uh, That orange and black would be a little intense, probably on the side of your car, but could be cool. I don't know. It's going to be a cat for me. Yeah, I say if it's going to be a Panther, that's got to be a Dodge Charger. That's how I really see that working. If you're listening, you drive a Dodge Charger and you're a Panthers fan, just throwing it out there. First one to do it, we'll uh, mail you a free CD of our choosing. <laughs> Mixed songs that we've chosen just for you. 
And instead of sending you that we've been a, sitting a on all these years waiting for the right opportunity. It's actually a CD that Noah made for his high school sweetheart, but never gave her because of personal reasons. Just paint your car with the Panthers logo and it'll be yours. And your congratulations will be a bunch of sad songs on a mixed CD from uh, the early 2000s. So congratulations. Please do that and send us a photo. To answer an obvious question, yes, there is a Bell Bib DeVoe track. That brings us to our next segment, Where Is Our Mind? What's on my mind is what was on your mind last week, which was that you were not excited about uh, the Cowboys. And, hang on. Let me finish. That you, you were not excited about the Cowboys-Buccaneers game, a game that turned out to be fantastic, by the way. 31-29, comeback victory, instant classic for a game one type of victory. It, it was a great game for sure. And you were, you were not excited. And, and so what have the football gods done to reward your lack of excitement they are mocking your derision they're cackling at your apathy and they have rewarded us with the gem of the new york giants versus the washington football team with backup quarterback taylor henneke against superstar in waiting daniel jones thank you noah for saying you weren't excited about cowboys buccaneers Dak prescott alien life force tom brady now we get instead the New York football giants versus the Washington football team. Explain yourself. There's clearly a spaceship in my home. We've lost Noah. I can't be totally sure that he has not been abducted by aliens. He's not on the screen. It got really weird there for a minute. Right now we're all just putting out good energy into the world and hoping Noah shows back up in that seat. All right. Good news. I'm back. Uh, the abduction didn't take nearly as long as I expected. Is it because time and, uh, feels different when you're on an alien planet? If you're asking if the space-time continuum impacted the perceived length of my abduction, pretty much what then the answer would be yes. But don't worry, I was able to grab a bite of Chex Mix. Any good reason to explain yourself how you were not excited about the Buccaneers Cowboys. And now we're faced with the Giants versus the Washington football team. I stand by my opinion that still don't enjoy watching Tom Brady, no matter the outcome. It was a really good game. Pleasantly surprised that the Cowboys looked good and didn't get blown out. Overall, I uh, was happy with the game. This week, it does sound atrocious. I will not take responsibility for that. I would rather go scuba diving than watch this game. And I I don't know how to scuba dive, so it would be quite dangerous for me to do that. But I'd still rather give it a whirl than watch this game. I'd rather slide face first up a waxed up bowling alley, and then right at the last minute I have to curl myself into a cannonball and knock over all 10 pins as if my life depends on it. I'd rather give that a shot. This game is going to be terrible. I'll climb on top of a CVS and cook lunch for all my friends on a single panini machine uh, rather than watch this game. I do have one reason, though, to watch it. Okay. Jay Shung. Chase Young's really exciting. Washington uh, D-line. That's the only thing I can think of to give me any juice for this game. Yeah, yeah and I'll, uh, I'll add on to that. Not only do you get to watch Chase Young, you get to watch him hit Daniel Jones, which sounds pretty awesome, too. He seems double, like a guy that double digit times. really deserves to be sacked. Thursday night might be the night I finally dust the interior of my car. Oh, you should do that more often, man. 
I'm, I'm too busy watching good games like last week, but now that problem has been resolved. Uh, unbelievable that you were not excited about last week. And now we get this instead. All right. That brings us to unnecessary bet of the week. These bets are so unnecessary. Everybody go and grab your debit cards. Underdogs to win a division. So a couple stood out to me. We're, we're talking NFL, of course. The NFC West Cardinals, despite a strong showing in week one, and our listeners will know from first episode, I'm all in on the Cardinals this year. I think they're going to be really good. I think everybody's snoozing on them, including Vegas, who still has them as the least likely to win that division. Now, to be fair, there's a reason all four teams look really good. But out of the Seahawks, the Niners, the Rams, and the Cardinals, it's plus 550. Really tough division. They have to win the division. Really, really tough, tough division. division. All four teams. That, that I think all the West teams went 8-0 last week. So now that, that's, the, that's the major hesitation, making it totally unnecessary. So it is a good contender. What, it's only yes. 550, though, plus 550? Plus 550. I'm only getting 5-1. to one. I don't think so. That's not enough juice for me. All right. On the other side. I need like 8-1 to one on that. In the AFC, this is better odds. So this may be up your alley. The Bengals, plus 1,500. Joe Burrow looks healthy. The Ravens didn't exactly look impressive. Are the Browns overrated, right? 1,500, plus 1,500 for the Bengals to win that division. That was kind of interesting. Uh, counterpoint, it's the Bengals. So always, always very unlikely to work out, making it totally unnecessary. But the Browns, you know, they lost to the Chiefs. You know, I'm not ready to write them off or anything. Uh, they, they really could have had that game. But you're right. The Steelers, the Ravens, they're, they're not looking so hot. So I could Titans see. Titans didn't look good. I could see the Titans are in the AFC South. But yeah, I could see it working out. I was talking about something else, but you got to admit, Titans didn't look good. <laughs> I can't argue that the Titans look awful. Uh, I'm, I ready say was related. Go, I'm ready to bet the Titans to go 0 17. I think the Browns okay. are, are definitely the favorites in that division. All right, this gives yeah. me my first submission for unnecessary by the week early MVP odds. And I'm going to give you underdog here 35 to 1, Jalen Hurts, MVP candidate, Jalen Hurts. Eagles were 1 0, 32 to 6, thrashing of the Atlanta Falcons. Looked good, looked real good. If that team can go, hey, I don't know, 11 and five, what if it happens? 12 and four, Jalen Hurts, double threat, gets a little Lamar Jackson style season, maybe 900,000 rushing yards. He had 60 plus this week. It could happen. So, unnecessary odds, 35 to one, Jalen Hurts, MVP. Contrast that could with happen. Brady, 10 to one, Kyle Murray, Kyle, oh, excuse me, Kyler Murray, 10 to one, you know. Solid, but 35 to 1, 10 to 1. You know, I think Brady's I, Brady's my choice to win MVP. I think that's going to happen this year. I think he's going to throw for like 5,500 yards, 50 touchdowns. I said that last week. He's on pace. But 10 to 1, not a ton of juice. To your point, I, I'll take the 35 to 1 versus the 10 to 1 on Brady. And let me also say the name you just invented, Kyle Murley, is one that I will now use as my name for video games it's the alter ego it's when uh murray does poorly in a given game oh kyle murley 
It's like you can Ted use Lasso. it as your hotel reservation. Yeah, Led Tasso. You can Led use Tasso, it as your hotel lady. reservation uh, when you're on the road, so no one, yes. no one finds you. Yes. The zero and seventeen odds for any team. So basically, take the field plus one thousand. Ten to one. Ten to one that anyone will go winless. That doesn't happen that often. I don't hate that personally. Let's take a look at your Titans. Do they have a chance? No. They apparently do not think. No, they're 200 to one plus 20,000. Well, shit. 200 to one. Okay. Yeah, I don't love that. That seems unlikely. No, that seems unlikely. Somebody like the Jets? Sure. Plus 40 to one. I kind of like the Jaguars if I'm going that bet. Plus 5,000, 50 to one. Jaguars, I think terrible. Urban Meyer, I think is going to be gone by the bye week. He seems uninterested. It's a total disaster. They, yeah. they could be really, really bad this year. They they got blown out by the Texans. And then you have it, Washington at 150. Just one. lost their QB, sure. Just lost their QB. I kind of like that. You going Jets? I'll go Jaguars. I think I'd rather go Washington. Okay. All right. You got it. <laughs> Easy odds for me. To go 17 and 0, unnecessary bet. Now, sure, you could go 40 to 1 with the Buccaneers. I actually think that could happen. 40 to 1. I kind of like, I kind of like those odds. We talked last week of them going 20 and 0. It's not out of the question. I think we play a season 40 times. I think they get it one of the times. But I'm going to give you unnecessary Texans plus 50,000, 500 to 1 odds. They go undefeated. What do you think? I'm feeling Texas fever. They're one to know. They crushed the worst team in the league. So what could go wrong? That is throwing your money down the drain. Absolutely. But <laughs> hey, I guess they all are at this at this level. So if if that's the the turd you want to float your dollar down the river on, then I guess you know worth a shot. You don't think we simulate this season 500 times in Madden? Not, you know, Texas goes 17 and 0 once. Tyra Taylor, MVP. Where are his MVP odds? It could happen. If they go 17 and 0, Tyra Taylor's going to be MVP. Mark Ingram, that defense. Ugh. <laughs> 500 to 1. All right. So obviously, totally unnecessary. Okay. Give us your last one. Broadway's back, baby. Everybody knows that. Which of these Broadway shows will be the most popular, the most attended? for the remainder of calendar year 2021. You ready for the list? Okay, what's going to be the most popular, best-selling Broadway show for the rest of the year? All right, I dig it. Broadway in New York City, so not we're not talking traveling shows. The Broadway attendance by population, by the count, not the dollars, right? I don't know how much they're charging these days. It was a nickel. Okay, so you want day. tickets sold no matter how much they were? many attended right okay all right okay the list is moulin rouge the musical wicked the lion king aladdin Ooh. okay those are the four contenders all right so we have moulin rouge wicked the lion king or aladdin what do i think the most people will go to the lion king and aladdin you've got the kids perhaps i think kids can get into broadway you got kids that are going to see they got families families are bigger numbers than single adults that's kind of an edge wicked classic everyone broadway just opened up could get back into it moulin rouge you got the french thing pretty neat 
had the movie already. A lot of people saw the movie. They probably not feel like they need to see the Broadway show. They've already seen the movie. I'm going to go Wicked. Give me Wicked. Wicked. All right. It's going to be October. People are going to be wanting to see some trickery, some wizardry, some magic. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go cast and spells. Moulin Rouge. Here's Underdog. Underdog. I think Lion King's the favorite. I think Lion King's the favorite. I think so too. It's pretty universal. I think if we're just talking Disney, Lion King beats Aladdin. They might do that Elton John song. I mean, that's going to be a big hit. Oh, yeah. You know that. They'll have the the orchestra doing it. Going to sound badass. But people have been trapped inside a lot last year and a half. A lot of pent-up energy. A lot of folks will remember Moulin Rouge for being a little sexy, a little risque. Personally, I remember the music video and the four ladies involved in that song were not unattractive. I'm thinking a lot of people are going to want to go see beautiful ladies in a burlesque show. Okay, sure. You're kind of going the pent up libido angle rather than the family angle. That's uh, sure. I can see it. I can see yep, it. that. And I think that's the bet. I think that's what you're choosing here. More families, more thirsty dudes. I'm still going wicked. Give me the casting spells. And you got Halloween coming up. I think easy call. Give me wicked. Lion King's the favorite, though. We'll check All right, that back brings on us that. to. All right, now let me give you my last application for. Unnecessary by the week. It's a four-team parlay and has a theme. So here we go. Theme is of this week's four-team parlay, road favorites. Road favorites. These are teams. They all won last week, uh, except for one, but they are all favorites on the road. Tell me what you think. Broncos, minus six versus Jacksonville. At Jacksonville, all on the road. Broncos, minus six at Jacksonville. Jacksonville's terrible. Urban Meyer's going to be out of the league in five weeks. He's gonna. He's saying, "Get me out of here. I'm gone. Give me anything else." Does he this take the USC job? No, he takes a job as like a commentator somewhere. He's gone. Mm. He's he wants he wants out of here so fast. He's done. All right. So Broncos minus six at Jaguars. Patriots minus six at the Jets. Patriots zero and one. Don't see them going zero and two. Don't see it being that close. Risk is that the Patriots are probably going to play a lot of 17-14 games. That seems like the vibe. They want to be the Cleveland Browns so bad. They After Tom Brady left, they're not sure what to do themselves. Like, let's just be the Browns. Belichick used to coach the Browns. Might have some kind of obsession going on. Not sure why they want to be the Browns so bad, but they're obsessed with the idea of just being a running team, good defense, 17-14. But the Jets, terrible. I think six points is going to be – they're going to cover it. So Patriots my six at Jets. So Broncos my six. Patriots my six. Give me the Rams at Colts minus four Rams looked really good. I could see them putting together like a 12 and five, 13 and four season Stafford MVP type vibes. Colts look a little dejected offensive lines banged up. I don't think Colts are gonna be terrible this year, but give me the Rams. They look hot right now. It's going to take teams a few weeks to figure out this offense Rams minus four at Colts. You could stop there. You could stop there, but let's add the bills who were 0-1, got beat by the Steelers at Miami, minus 3.5. Don't like giving the kicker there, but minus 3.5, Bills-Miami. Don't see Bills going 0-2. I don't think Miami's that great. 
They barely beat the Patriots. Patriots had a fumble at the end. Yeah, Miami gets credit for pulling it out, but Bills, I think they lost the Steelers. Steelers defense is tough. Miami's got an okay defense. Bills minus three and a half. That's plus 1260, 12 to one. Broncos minus six. Patriots minus six. Rams minus four. Bills minus three and a half. What do you think? 12 to one. 12 to one. Road favorites. Okay. I like it. I agree on New England at New York. No doubt. Agree. Rams at Colts. No doubt. Denver. I'm with you. I'm on the Denver train. Agree that Jacksonville didn't look very good. The Buffalo Miami, even though I, I really like the bills that that one's, it gives me the most pause. I think both teams have a lot to prove. I mean, if you're going three, you might as well go four in a parlay. That's what everybody says. You've got six to one instead of 12 to one. If you want to take off that bills one, but parlays never make it all the way to four teams. You know, that <laughs> they, they usually lose in the first or second game. So you're right. You know, no, if you're winning after three, you're guaranteed to be winning after four because you're already on such a streak. Exactly. If you want to really make it saucy, this doesn't fit the theme of road favorites, but give me the Eagles plus three and a half at home versus San Francisco. So there's a road underdog doesn't fit the theme of road favorites, uh, but this is a home underdog Eagles plus three and a half, eh, you know, Niners, everyone loves the Niners. They beat the lions. Let's uh, let's sell down. Eagles look pretty good. Defense look good. Niners aren't going to run the ball against the Eagles front line. The Eagles plus three and a half. I'm not saying San Francisco won't win, that you know they should be the favorites, but uh could easily see that being a three-point game. You add that to the other four, you got plus 2,400, 24 to one. Now you need five games to hit, but yeah, 24 to one. I'm Double with you as a, as a general theme. I love NFL home teams with points, I think. Three and a half. And it's almost always a decent bet. Unless it's just really, really extreme, right? I, I agree. Three and a half on the Eagles at home against the Niners, who, you know, apparently are starting a sixth round rookie at running back. Come on. Yeah. Why is everyone like, oh, Niners? It's confirmation bias. They're expecting the Niners to be good. Yeah. They look pretty good. 41 to 33. Yeah. They let the Lions come back. They, they didn't look too unstoppable to me. Eagles, 32 to six over the Falcons. At home, plus three and a half. This is basically confirmation bias. People assuming that the Niners were going to be better. So they saw what they want to see in week one. I don't think this Niners offense is going to be all that great. Well, certainly no subjective opinion here from an Eagles fan. What could go wrong? <laughs> all right, let's take a quick right. word to thank our sponsor for this week's podcast, Helen's Houses. Noah, have you ever gone through the process of trying to buy a house? I have. Let me guess, you used a realtor. I did. Difficult process? Of course. Inundated with too many forms? Of course. No doubt. Buying a house is a racket. And part of what makes that a racket, you got to go through a realtor. Even if the realtor is cool, they got to go through the other realtor who then goes through the person who's selling the house. You got people, one group of people is talking to one group of realtors to another group. You're getting all this message. You got a lot of people in the middle here. Helen takes away all those middlemen. Helen, guess what? Guess what she does? Get this. She both owns and sells the houses. Helen owns a litany, a bevy of homes. She has houses in every single city, in every single state in the U.S., a few in Mexico, and a couple in Canada. What makes Helen different? Helen has lived in every single house. Every house she buys, she lives in for a week, so she knows, she can give you the inside details on these houses. Does it get cell phone reception? Common question. 
You can't buy a house on the internet. You got to know if it gets cell phone reception inside. That's a major problem. Helen has lived in every one of these houses. She owns the house herself and then she sells them. So she owns houses in every single city in every single state. It's an it's incredible. Realtor fees out the window because she is the realtor. She's the owner. She doesn't need it. She's like, I'm already making money in the house. She's so popular. She used to even build the houses until she got too popular and now she can't do it. Can't keep up with demand because everyone's wanting to buy houses from Helen. Helen's Houses is the only place to consider if you're in the house for a market. The housing market is highly competitive. It, it's, it's a mess. It's a mess. Helen takes away all that complication. She owns the houses and sells them straight to you. Helen's Houses. If you don't like houses, you don't like Helen. And for our listeners, Helen has included a special this week. Listeners special, mention hijinks. Just mention it. You don't have to spell it right. Helen will give you a free bath rug. No purchase necessary. You don't even have to buy one of our homes. Free bath rug. Come check out one of the homes. Do a tour. She has an open house in Asheville, North Carolina. So get on down there. Take a look. Get your free bath rug. Tell a hijink sit you. Can't wait to get my hands on that bath rug. All right, Noah, that brings us to our last segment of the day. Crystal ball. regular season in major league baseball i don't know what it is something about the al west excuse me nl west themes with the padres spending all this money in the offseason the dodgers always spending the money the trade deadline acquisitions and the giants playing the the david to their goliaths and remaining at the top of the division almost all year long it's really intriguing as a storyline for me Padres are on the outside looking in. They are certainly not getting the division, but they could still get a wild card, which would give one division both wild cards. And what I didn't realize until I looked at the standings today, it's almost a foregone conclusion that in the American League, the two wild cards will come from the AL East. Tampa Bay's got the division wrapped up, but the Yankees, the Red Sox, I like Toronto and Toronto are all right there. Two of those three. So somebody's getting left out and they're all locked up. I mean, Toronto, Yankees, Boston, all within half a game of each other. It's, it's going to be, be great. It's going to be a great finish. Toronto has been surging. They're eight and two in their last 10 Yankees, three and seven, Boston, four and six. Toronto has the momentum. Uh, I kind of like, I kind of like Toronto. Uh, they're exciting team. more exciting. Yeah. The young players. Um, I think it's always, Fun to have the Blue Jays in it, at least the the memories of the the Blue Jays teams that were good in the past with guys like Joe Carter and Roberto Alomar Jr. Uh, it would be nice to see some Blue Jays action. But I'm with you. National League going to be exciting too. You got St. Louis, Cincinnati, San Diego, all within a game of each other. All very interesting. The Phillies only three games back. The Mets still have a chance. They're only four games back. It should be a really good finish. Dodgers locked in. Atlanta is looking good. Milwaukee, San Francisco is already clinched. So you got San Francisco, LA for the division. And then you got those wild cards. San Diego had it. They've been stumbling a little bit. Hugh Darvish has to get back on track. Yeah, about 17, 18 games left. So hmm. final countdown. What if baseball was only a 17-game season? 
You'd, you'd I would watch say that watch. wouldn't be enough. Uh, I would watch every one of them. It's got to be less than 162. Like th- that's a tradition that I believe should go. What's the perfect There's number no place. of games? There needs to be my quite gut, a few. Right. My gut would be about two thirds, right? So just over a hundred, you know, whatever, maybe it's a hundred, maybe it's 110. I don't know. Like that would, I feel like there's 50, 50, 60 games too much. I like 124. I like 124 somewhere in there. Yeah. yeah, I could go for that. 136 could be good. But we're saying a significant reduction, right? We're not saying go to 154. We're saying like cut out a month, you know, at like least. basketball should go from 82 to 64 or 66. Totally. No, no Seven, 82 to 66. The, the, what was it, 72 last year? Or yeah, 72 last year. But it was I packed that was in, great. It was, it was packed into you know, four months. Right. But in terms of number of games, I did not miss not having those final 10. I thought 72 oh, no, was No one 20. is like, oh, it's not long 20. enough. 66 yeah. would be perfect. I think you play every yeah. other team twice. 67 would be fine. It's great. Yeah. So I'm with you. Let's reduce the games, expand the playoffs or something. You know, that'd be more exciting. And and I like baseball. Baseball, you know, a lot of people don't care about baseball, but it gets pretty interesting, you know, the marathon yeah. sprint. All right, I'm looking forward to Urban Meyer going 0-2. Jacksonville Jaguars going to be terrible. Their bye week is week seven. He's gone by week eight prediction. But my other thing I'm looking forward to is Green Bay season on the line. Already week two, Aaron Rodgers drama. It's, it's crazy. They, they looked so bad. They weren't ready for that game. I think, I don't think it's an overreaction. They could be a mess. Now they play the lines at home on my night football. So I, it's probably going to be like 38 to seven and everyone will be, it's back on track, but what if they lose or what if they barely win? I don't think they look that good. They were not ready for that game at all. Sometimes this happens. Teams get caught off guard, but their over-under was kind of deceptively low. It looked like an easy over. I think it was 10 and a half out of 17. Everyone was pounding the over. You know, maybe Vegas knows something that uh, Green Bay could be in some trouble. I mean, so I, I don't see them going 12 and five. I think it might be 10 and seven, might be more like nine and eight, eight and nine. They could be in some real trouble. So if they absolutely annihilate the Lions, like they probably will, everyone relaxes and chills out. But if it's not a blowout, it's it's going to be tough going. So I'm looking forward to Green Bay seeing season on the line week two. doesn't happen often a season's already on the line, but I think it is for them. Oh, yeah. A, a loss to the Lions to go 0-2. People, I don't know that it, it would actually make the season on the line. I mean, you can't count somebody like Rodgers out. But the media – People would be freaking out 0 and 2, and that second loss happened to be Lions. I, People I would be talking about trading Rodgers. You know, oh, yeah. like they, they arguably, if they have a bad season this year, they should have traded Rodgers. They could have gotten three first round picks from the Broncos or right. something. They, they held on for that one more year. Now I think he's going to be a free agent at the end of this year. He's certainly not coming back to Green Bay unless they really meant some fences. I don't see it happening. They, they probably should have traded him. So unless they have a magical run, this season, they go deep in the playoffs. Sure, I guess it was worth it, but they probably should have traded him this offseason uh, when they had the chance. Right. It didn't seem like he wants to be there, so that's going to be the narrative as well. Is, is his head there You know, after all the offseason drama of him not seeming to be all in on the Green Bay Packers anymore? It's just hard when you're going to work, even if you're a professional like Rodgers. It's just hard when you're going to work and you don't want to be there. You know, it's just tough. It's a tough vibe. Amen, yeah. brother. <laughs> I know you know that one. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. That's our show. 
Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day. And until next time, stay jinxed. And don't forget to tune in next week when we learn what is the largest animal. <laughs> Shit. Uh, I was hoping it was going to come to me on the fly. I didn't. that was a a tight rope there you were walking that's our show thank you noah for being here thank you uh let me do it that's our show noah thanks for being here thank you for listening have a great day and until we see you again stay jinx make sure you tune in next week i will reveal the sponsors for my 2021 go-kart week Go-kart week? Is that what you said? <laughs> we'll, we'll include that. Oh, what? Go-kart league? Oh, go-kart league. Yeah. Right, you mean do it again? And, and yeah, let's do it one more time. All right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Go-kart week. Go. Uh, I can still...